What's up guys, this is Brian from Craft Hot Sauce. Hope you guys are doing well. Today, I got to speak with Bob Ferretti of Hot Sauce for Good. So Bob hasn't always been in hot sauce, but his kind of recent uh, journey into hot sauce has led to some pretty amazing things, not only for himself, but for the rest of the world. So um, he's very involved in a lot of the charities and we definitely dive into that in this podcast. But uh, it was totally really interesting in hearing about uh, his community first approach and what's kind of come out of that. So uh, without further ado, I have Bob Ferretti of Hot Sauce for Good. Hope you guys enjoy it. introduce yourself maybe if you could tell us a little bit about what you're up to with hot sauce for good right now thanks Brian I'm real happy to be here uh, yeah so like a lot of uh, a lot of companies you know, we've been making hot sauce for a long time but not in business for a long time and we're uh, we've been in business now for about three years and still feeling up the ropes to uh, trying to figure out our way through uh, the uh, being an entrepreneur uh, what's keeping us busy right now is getting ready for our big season, spring, summer, fall. The, those three seasons are real busy for us. We've, uh, we're in five or six farmers markets, a number of farm stands, uh, lots of events. Every Saturday, Sunday, you know, we've got two or three events that we're trying to, to hit. So there's a lot of preparation involved in getting that all together. Yeah, I can imagine. And yeah, it. And having a product lined up, ready to go, is also a challenge. You know, as a you know a smaller craft hot sauce, you know, we we don't have you know 20 pallets sitting somewhere where we're you know making hot sauce every every day or every week and always replenishing it. Uh, we use a lot of the, you know the produce that we grow. Uh, either we grow or our farms grow for us locally. Uh, as soon as it's grown, or we you know, freeze as much as we can so we can produce some of it like we did last week over you know, in the, the wintertime. Great. And, but, and if you could let us know, where, where are you guys operating out of? Yeah, so we're, we're really lucky. Uh, a few years ago, when we were trying to figure out you know, how to move this forward, yeah, and, and like probably most folks who you know, are making their own hot sauce, when they started, they were doing things all wrong. You know, you, you, you do it in your kitchen and it's great, uh, but then you soon realize that you can't do it in your kitchen because the federal government doesn't, <laughs> or at least our local government doesn't allow you or like it when you do that. Uh, so you have to find a place. And we were lucky enough to hook up with the Rutgers Food Innovation Center. Rutgers University has a, an incubator program, which has been really beneficial to us. And they, they teach us all the things that we are, you know, doing wrong. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure there's you know, quite great. a, yeah, I'm sure there's quite a learning curve with that. So is that when you officially went into business, when you started, uh, going to that Rutgers incubation lab? Well, yeah, we, I mean, technically we started the LLC a little bit earlier than that, uh, but we 
answered so many questions and we're running through so many roadblocks that we reached out to uh, to Rutgers and started working with them about five or six months in. And uh, I've been working with them since that time. Now, Rutgers is a it's an incubator, so you know what their goal is is to get us big enough so we graduate and have to move out and and you can use a, a larger co-packing facility. But That's great. you know what what they're doing is teaching us all the ins and outs and how to file with the FDA and you know what a schedule process is and all the things that as a home cook or even someone who's worked in restaurants. You don't think about. You don't know. You don't understand. Okay. Uh, at least I didn't. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm actually getting into my own hot sauce myself, and uh, it, it's all kind of doing my own recipes, and I mean, kind of looking at some hot sauces I really like, and trying to kind of look at some of the ingredients and make my own recipes. But there's a lot of times where I really just mess up. But I, I think that's kind of the part part of the fun of it. But there is that time where you start nailing down your recipes and you start thinking, like, how do I really scale this? So it seems like that's a really valuable resource uh, with Rutgers, which is fantastic. Uh, so have you always been into, like, cooking or hot sauce? I mean, tell me about your background, where maybe you kind of, like, what your career was like before uh, Hot Sauce for Good. Sure. So uh, I grew up in a restaurant family, you know, and my, my father was an excellent chef. My uncle was an executive chef. My grandfather was an executive chef. Uh, I had, you know, worked in restaurants when I was younger. I was a really good dishwasher. Uh, <laughs> but I always enjoyed working in the kitchen. I love working in the kitchen. I, I love, you know, every, every part of it. Uh, I mean, I, for, I see for Freddie, is, is that a, kind of an Italian name, is it? It's definitely an Italian Okay, name. so was there, were there Italian restaurants? Or? Uh, uh, yeah, my, my dad had an, uh, an Italian restaurant, my dad and his brother. Uh, it was a, not quite a traditional Italian restaurant. You know, my, my grandfather and grandmother had a, a, a bar pub. Uh, when you know when my dad was little, so you know it's been a little bit different. But uh, you know we grew up with lots of different lots of different food. My uncle was the executive chef for Aramark, uh, ARA. It's a huge uh, mm-hmm. huge food service company, and you know was exposed to lots of things. And we were always exposed to just a lot of different foods. Uh, but that's not you know. Yes, like my career history, I, I didn't go into you know the restaurant business or the food uh, service business at all. Uh, my degree is in theology, and uh, I got a job and you know worked as a youth pastor for a little while. So I realized that you know we weren't going to make enough money to survive. So I fell back on another one of my uh, of things I loved, which was music. I worked in uh, I, I worked as a stagehand. A wedding designer, an audio engineer, for almost you know, 20 years, wow. uh, and, and you know, 10 years at Princeton University as a uh, technical director of theater. So, you know, it was, you know, my my career path has been all over the place. That, that's After great. That, I, yeah, I I went into uh, to website uh, design, email marketing, 
uh, for uh, Merrill Lynch and you know, spent another 10 years there, you know, helping them with their email marketing. And I still use a lot of those uh, talents that, you know, I picked up there, a lot of the experience there to kind of do my own. Yeah, I mean, how would you say all, all those kind of, that background translates into hot sauce for good? I mean, do you think, or do you think it has? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think that, you know, if you look at my career path, it, it looks like it's all over the place. But all the skills that you pick up as you're, you're you know, going through the different things in your life are uh, what really you, know, you need to take a hold of and, and learn from and, you know, use in whatever your present you know, opportunity is. Absolutely. So, you know, with a small business, and I, you know, as an entrepreneur, email marketing, social media marketing, you know, having a good website, making sure that it's updated, these are critical things that, you know, you, you learn when you're doing it for, you know, a much larger company. Mm-hmm. Um, right? And even though we're doing it on a different scale, it's probably more vital for us as small businesses to have, you know, that good social media presence and a or at least a positive social media presence and, uh, you know, positive uh, email marketing and, you know, doing all the things that we're trying to do. Uh, we don't have a team of 20 people doing it for us. We've got me. But, yeah. you know, I, you know I, I'm taking what I, what I know and trying to maximize as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the good thing is there's so many resources out there today to really kind of help you with that. And I mean, Bob, you do a really good job at doing that because I actually came across your company on a video I saw on YouTube and it really kind of tied back into some of the micro microfinancing that you, um, you guys take part in. So maybe if you could kind of tell our followers a little bit about some of the mission behind Hot Sauce for Good and some of the charities you guys are involved in. Yeah, I would love to. So one of the reasons that we started the company uh, was to donate to charity. In fact, that was the reason that we actually started it as a company because we wanted to make sure we were doing everything the right way. Uh, when we when we first started, you know, we we were doing a lot of things, you know, just a little bit wrong from a business uh, standpoint. Uh, we we picked our charities and we were selling hot sauce for $5 a bottle and we were donating $5 a bottle. Uh, and we quickly realized that's not a, a great <laughs> business model. Uh, you're not, not going to be able to sustain uh, yeah. a company doing that. Uh, so so we, we kind of learned from that. Uh, but the, one of the first things that we had done was select the charities that we wanted to be involved in. And we, we knew... Uh, from the get-go, that microfinance is going to be something very important to us. I mean, like if people don't know what microfinance is, uh, it's providing small business loans to folks in third world countries so they can do things like buy a cow, uh, so they can join a milk cooperative or a dairy cooperative right. and you know, produce milk and cheese and, and cottage cheese and yogurt or buy a sewing machine so they can make school uniforms and get paid. And so they start their own businesses. And we aligned ourselves with World Vision. Uh, World Vision has a, a program called World Vision Micro, which is their microfinance uh, 
doing, and they do such great work in a number of different countries. They also work in the, the U.S., but the microfinance part is really, you know, based in the developing world. Yeah, and, and in that video, I, I saw that, I mean, I, I think it was the guys at uh, kind of microfinance, or World Vision, sorry, uh, World Vision Micro, um, seemed like they organized a trip for you to actually go down to the areas that you were kind of supporting and sending some of the money and actually directly seeing the impact and the results that your hot sauce sales and uh, kind of charity work has impacted on. So what, what was that experience like? It, it was life-changing. Uh, we had been... We and when we when this happened, we're even smaller than we are now. We're still what I would call a micro company, uh, you know, very small. But we have been funding micro loans, and when you do it, even though it's called a loan, it's a donation. So that that money goes in and gets went out to after it gets paid back, it gets went out to somebody else, and you know, this kind of you know, the local loan gets recycled, and you help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've been donating under the name Hot Sauce for Good, and that caught the attention of somebody at the charity who said, you know, what's this hot sauce that's, you know, uh, donating? <laughs> and they looked into us, and, you know, they checked us out, and they actually came out uh, to us, and we thought we were going to be filming a you know, two-minute you know, video for their website just about how we make the hot sauce. And at that time, we were doing it in a very small commercial kitchen. Uh, and that was going to be it. And at the end of the video, uh, at the end of the day where they were out with us, they said, hey, you know, we'd love to take you to Africa and see what you've uh, been doing. Uh, see what the, the money that you've been uh, providing is doing to, you know, people there. And that, of course, shocked us. But, uh, you know, it was... Yeah, ultimately, what we what came out of this was a video that we used with World Vision Micro at a large conference where I got to get up on stage and present to over 125,000 people. Oh my God! And wow. we, yeah, uh, it was a it was a simulcast. There were about 10,000 people in the audience, and then about 115,000 people, you know, viewing all over the U.S. Uh, and in that, you know, one five-minute period, we raised over $60,000, wow. uh, which was great. So that was the purpose of the trip there, was uh, really to kind of encourage other people to use their small business to, you know, find a charity that, you know, they want to donate to. Uh, and we, of course, had picked uh, World Vision. So it was a huge, powerful experience for us. Meeting some of the entrepreneurs there, uh, and we actually met uh, one man, Maguse, who, you know, we had provided a loan of, I don't know, I think it was $125 uh, for him to purchase a cow. When we got there and I met Maguse, I started, of course, to cry. Uh, when he introduced me to the cow, I started to laugh my head off because, <laughs> you know, it was just a surreal experience yeah. to see this cow that, you know, the money that we had had donated allowed him to purchase. And he 
you know, he uh, was just so thrilled, and, and not only just for that cow, but the cow when he got it was pregnant. So he got a two wow. for one, wow. uh, which which was great. Yeah, and like you just it, it kind of I, I I mean just listening to that it takes me out of kind of out of my seat for a second and just thinking about I mean how fortunate we are and and also the power that businesses have to make impacts on kind of really important issues and uh, kind of demonstrate uh, values to their followers. Cause I, I know you guys have quite a large following and I mean those core tenets and your mission is really what, I mean, your your hot sauce is great, uh, don't get me wrong, but I mean, that's what really stands out is kind of what you guys represent, um, which is, I mean, extremely responsible for you guys. And I mean, that's something I see a lot within the people that I'm talking to. I'm talking to a lot of hot sauce owners and chili head. It's just kind of the, the really great people. I mean, in your experience kind of speaking with whether it kind of be small business owners doing similar things or other hot sauce makers, I mean, what kind of common traits or, I mean, how would you sum up the, that the owners of a lot of those companies that you're meeting with? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. The, every, to a person, every single person that I've met in this community has been incredible. I mean, they, not all of them are doing what we're doing, although there are a number of them that are. You know, one I, one I want to shout out to is Old Boney Hot Sauce, Old Boney Mountain Hot Sauce in California, uh, who, you know, he's got a passion for the Wounded Warrior Project. And, you know, he, you know, he does what we're doing for, you know, for the folks that are in, you know, fighting for our freedom. Right. So, you know, shout out to him. But it's not just the people who are donating to charities. Uh, this community has just been incredible with uh, the amount of time that they're willing to give to someone like me who's a startup. Uh, you know, I go to events where, you know, there are 10, 15, 20 different hot sauce makers there. And even though there's a friendly competition, everyone wants to have the best hot sauce. Everyone wants to, you know, uh, to you know, be the, you know, have the, have that, you know, whatever, where you want to sell more than the next guy, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone also is very willing to talk to you about, you know, where they're going for the, you know, the best uh, deal on bottles and, you know, is the, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what's the rationale? Should we use a natural thickener or should we use <laughs> you know, something else? Or, you know, everyone's using natural, you know, I don't think anyone's using this kind of artificial thing with the the craft hot sauce world, but yeah. the phantom commerce, should we use potato flakes? You know, it, it, and these kind of co- you know, conversations that you get into, uh, where you learn so much from someone else who's gone through what you're going through, and kind of helps take some of the guesswork out of it, has just been phenomenal. Yeah, that's uh, great. So, What's... you know, we, you know, it's a great, great community, and I think, you know, I, I, I would say that I'm blessed to be part of it. That's great. What sort of events or what events do you go to or where do you meet a lot of these hot sauce makers? Well, we, we do our best to get to the, you know, and we're just really starting. Uh, so we're, we're, we're trying to get into the, uh, the New York City Hot Sauce Expo, which mm-hmm. was full. So we, we couldn't make that one. We didn't, we didn't make the cut, uh, but we're looking at the Arizona Hot Sauce Expo and there's one in California. Uh, but locally, for us in New Jersey, 
there are a few things that draw a lot of hot sauce folks. Uh, one is the Pork Roll Festival in Trenton. There's, you know, you guys from Boston or uh, places other than New Jersey probably don't uh, know the joy of having a pork roll, egg, and cheese with a splash of hot sauce. <laughs> it, it's a, a delicacy. Okay, you got me uh, sold on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you know, we'll, we'll go there, and there's a couple other things where, you know, where we're meeting up with folks, especially, you know, things things that go well with hot sauce. There's beer and hot sauce, bacon and hot sauce, barbecue and hot sauce. Uh, and for us, wine and hot sauce. Wine festival wow. has been really, really good for us, although not too many other hot sauce vendors have been uh, going there. So I probably shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm, all, I'm waiting for ice cream and hot sauce to explode because I already know of a couple of companies that uh, they have a, a hot sauce paired with ice cream. So, and we uh, do too. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, uh, we, we do a, 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 it's called Double Shot. It's an espresso-based hot sauce. It's really more of a steak sauce because it's not super hot. It's kind of, you know, kind of a medium heat. Great okay. with beef, but really, really good on a nice bowl of vanilla ice cream. Nice. Okay, yeah. maybe if you could tell me a little bit about your hot sauces. Like, do you have... Just like a like a three or four originals, or do you? I mean, obviously, it seems like you have some specialty hot sauces, kind of uh, that really go into some of the niche areas. Uh, could you tell us about some of your hot sauces? Sure. Uh, so our by by uh, far our best seller and really my favorite hot sauce uh, is our hot garlic. It's a traditional you know cayenne habanero blend hot sauce with. A ton of garlic in it, you know, fresh garlic, fresh pepper. Uh, it's all our hot sauces are vinegar based. I know a lot of people, you know, doing lots of different things. Ours is vinegar based, uh, but it's just phenomenal. It's that sauce that you can, you know, you don't know what what you what one you want, so you you take that one. And okay. Get everything you know, uh, and then we do a, uh, a jalapeno with uh, lime and cilantro. It's a sublime cilantro is the name of it. Nice. And it's, again, great on all like Mexican foods, fish tacos especially, guacamole, salsa, uh, just a real versatile sauce. So those are the two that are probably our most normal hot sauces. Uh, then we, we kind of get into some of the other funky things that you know, people are doing. Uh, we've got the double shot, which is the, the espresso with honey and cinnamon. Uh, we've got a, a molten melon, uh, which is a habanero and cantaloupe. Uh, a lot of people have been doing habanero and, and mango and habanero and, uh, and peach. We wanted to do something a little bit different. We've played with this one, and we love it. I and mean, it's one of our most popular hot sauces now. That's great. Uh, what does and, that... Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Bob. <laughs> so we also have a, a low heat version. We had one called Mojito. It's a plan in Mojito. It's got some mint and lime uh, and you know, a little bit of pineapple. Uh, it's a mild hot sauce, if that's such a thing. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> but but it's, a, it's got a lot of flavor and just enough heat where someone who's a little bit you know, afraid will you know, actually be able to use it. And then our signature sauce uh, is actually called Onum Spice and it's Got all the things that you think of in a pumpkin pie or an apple pie wow. and, and a nutmeg and a little bit of clove and you know, just a really, it's, it's a hot, not, you know, not super hot, just a 
plain hot, hot sauce, uh, but it's got a, a ton of flavor. You open it up and it smells like uh, like autumn. Wow. Okay, I'll have to try that one out. Uh, I mean, what did, how does that creative process look like? I mean, are you kind of seeing what else is out there or with your cooking background, do you just think like certain things will pair together? I mean, what does that look like? Yeah, we, uh, it, this is a family business and I'll tell you, we have very, very unique and strange dinner conversations. Sometimes. <laughs> so we're, we're about, you know, you know, we've got, we actually did a tea hot sauce. You know, a green tea and uh, wow. blueberry and lemon. And it was interesting. It was like, well, if we do a tea one, maybe we should do a coffee one. <laughs> or uh, you know, we work with a local winery. And we're working out a new one uh, with one of their with their Malbec. So an old York seller's Malbec uh, wine with uh, paired with blueberry. And uh, we're actually going to be using a local berry that you probably haven't heard of, which is called the Black Aronia berry. Okay. Uh, which has got ton more antioxidants than even blueberries and you know this other stuff. Uh, but we'll sit around and say, well, you know, if we're going to do that, what is, what's what what would you use that on? Yeah. Let's try it with this, right? Uh, so it's it's fun dinner conversation. Cool. And, and is uh, is the family the the main taste testers, or, or do you kind of have a group that you, you trust for some kind of honest feedback? <laughs> I I wouldn't trust my family for the taste testing. Um, you know, my my the reason we have a low heat hot sauce is because my wife can't take anything that uh, that you know too hot. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she's not one of our normal taste testers, but I do have a, a little group. Uh, in fact, you know, they'll come over to the house and we'll we'll do three or four different uh, versions of the hot sauce and you know, say, hey, what what do you like best about A, B, C, and D? Uh, and what would you pair it with? And we'll try out different things. You know, there's a lot of R&D, uh, probably not as scientific as you get with the craft foods or whatever, but uh, probably more valuable when you're actually talking to real people. Yeah, and hot sauce and, is so and, tough because people have totally different heat tolerances. And a lot of times some of the peppers, uh, I mean, you kind of develop a taste over time. So... I, th- I think, especially with hot sauce, it can be a very wide range of uh, taste and everything. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny. I Again, you go to all these different events, and there, there are days when I'll try 15 or 20 different brands of hot sauce. Yeah. Uh, and some of them I absolutely love, and some of them I can't stand, right? Yeah. But that doesn't, mean that, that doesn't mean they're good or bad. It means that I don't. I don't think they're good or bad. And there have been, you know, ones that have gotten awards, and I go, I don't, it, it doesn't work for me. And now other people will try ours and say, oh, this is the best hot sauce I've ever had. <laughs> then, you get, then, you get, then you get the next person who goes, yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. And, and, and lots of times these are, these are hot sauce folks, or these are, these are chili heads. These are people who, who, who love this stuff. It's such a, you know, you, you kind of find what you like. Mm-hmm. And you kind of go with it, so that's what we've done. That's but I'll cool. tell you, there are there are companies out there that are making, I'd say, the second or third best hot sauce in the world after ours. It was that I just love. Yeah, totally. And maybe so, Bob. If you could tell us, just maybe, I'm always curious about how companies grow because, I mean. 
I, I'm starting to make my own hot sauce and uh, the company is beginning to evolve, but there's also a lot of other people that they love making their own hot sauces at home. They could just be doing it for their own liking. They could be thinking about trying to grow it into a business. I mean, could you kind of walk me through maybe that year or kind of year or two where you started thinking like, okay, I have a good hot sauce that I'm making at home. People might want me to start selling this or maybe I actually have something here. I mean, what did maybe some of the challenges and what did that process look like when you started to try to grow the, the company? Sure. So for us, the, you know, and I think you kind of said this, you know, we, we were at the point where we were giving it away for Christmas and for birthdays and, you know, whether you wanted hot sauce or not, that's what you're getting from us. That's <laughs> what we were doing. Uh, and it got to the point where people were asking, you know, can I buy some of this? I want to give it to, uh, you know, to a friend. I want to bring it to work. I want to, you know, use it as, you know, I want to give it as a gift to all the people that work for me, that kind of thing. Uh, and so we had to think, right, you know, let's, are we going to do this as a business or not? Because it's a lot to bite off. Mm-hmm. And, you can do it one of two ways, really. You can go into it as, okay, this is going to be a hobby. You know, we're going to we're going to make a little bit on um, you know nights or weekends, or we're going to you know we'll find a commercial kitchen, which you have to do at least with us. You have to do it. Uh, you know, we're going to do it all the right way. Uh, but yeah, if we if we make a thousand bottles this year, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll make a thousand bottles and we'll sell it at a, a farm stand or a farmer's market and whatever. have a great time. Nice. Make yeah. a couple dollars. Great. You know, and so you kind of go into it with the hobby mindset. Mm-hmm. And again, that, that's, that's a wonderful thing. A lot of people out there doing that uh, and having a lot of fun and a lot less pressure because if it doesn't work out, there's a lot less invested in it. Uh, the other way is to kind of approach it as okay. We're going to we're going to go into this as a business, and if we're going to do that, then we have to make sure that we dot all the I's and cross all the T's from day one. We don't want to get down the road too far and have made too many mistakes. Uh, and if you're going down that route, I would suggest spending time with someone who's doing it. You know. Uh, probably doing it a little more seasoned than I am. Someone who's kind of made the leap and is doing it full-time and is, you know, sees kind of the, the light at the end of the tunnel where they realize that they can actually make a living at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, because there's going to be a lot of times where you, and we're in that right now where we say, okay, this is a business and we're going to approach this as a business. We're going to make sure that we keep our costs down because we need to keep our prices down because if we ever want to be in a store, you know, we have to we have to have it at a, uh, a price point where, you know, the store can, you know, if, if we're charging, you know, $4 wholesale, you know, the store is going to have to charge seven fifty in order to, you know, hit their 38% margin or yep. whatever it is. Uh, and we're going to be uh, on the shelf right next to a Frank's hot sauce, which has you know, 79 cents on the, the bottle. 
just not going to work. Uh, we're never going to be down to where we can have our hot sauce sold retail for 79 cents. Yeah, and I think that's the big difference between kind of the, the growing craft hot sauce movement and some of the, the hot sauces that have been around and adored for a long time. I mean, I, I think I've seen kind of a growing movement and a growing interest in craft hot sauce. I don't know if that, it's probably maybe pretty biased just because I've been speaking to more and more people in the industry. But I mean, have you kind of in your experience, whether that be in cooking and in hot sauce the past uh, kind of five, ten years, have you seen a, a growing movement in the small batch artisan craft hot sauce movement? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it's just, you know, I can look around and there are people right down the street from me that are doing I mean, it's one of the, you know, it's one of the, what, I think, seventh or eighth fastest growing industries, not just food, but fastest growing industries in the United States. Uh, over the last decade, uh, right? So that's not, you know, the, the big guys. That's all the, the small mm-hmm. guys, all of the, you know, the little guys who are doing what, you know, you're going to be doing, what I'm doing, uh, all, you know, combined. So it's just a huge thing. I, you know, we benefit from the fact that spicy foods are in. People, and that's not going away. People love, you know, to have spice. They love uh, they love uh, variety, so you got a lot of room in there. Now, not everyone is going to become a Marie Sharp or, you know, as big as you know uh, a Dave's Insanity or one of those things, right? Uh, but you know, it, it's fun. Yeah, it's great. Totally. Uh, so, and yeah, you know, in the back of my head, I always go, you know, how much do I want to give up? Right? Do I? Because when even when we make large batches of hot sauce, in which we did last week, you know, we made 80-gallon batches of hot sauce. We wow. made five of them. But I still touched every single pepper, you know, touched every, you know, even though we were on a bottling line, every bottle was, you know, I put my hand on at some point in the process. Uh-huh. And so, you know, kind of what defines craft hot sauce versus, you know, mass-produced, I don't, think of what I did as mass-produced, you know, it's still my recipe, my formula, from, you know, every single piece of it. Yeah. But and it's different than when I was, you know, doing it in a smaller commercial kitchen and doing six or seven gallons at a time, you know, but, you know, in order to compete a little bit to keep our costs down, you know, we, gotta, we have to produce more than, you know, seven gallons at a time. Yeah, definitely. And kind of one of my one of my last questions here is, I mean, do you have any advice for people that are, are trying to get into hot sauce that might need a, a little inspiration or motivation? Yeah, I, I'll say two things, right? First is, you know, if you've got a product that you believe in, you know, then go for it. Please try it out. And maybe start with the hobby route. You know, don't think it's, you can't go in thinking you're going to become a millionaire doing this because you're not. You know, most people aren't. Um, you know, you may get lucky. You may get picked up by somebody right away, and you know, have, have a lot of success. 
uh, and more power to you, but the reality is it's a, a lot of hard work. But don't let that deter you because it's worth it, and you're going to meet a lot of good people. But, you know, as long as you reach out to them and you listen to a lot of them, um, still follow your own gut, but, you know, at least you, know, you get some advice, uh, go for it. The other thing, you know, that I would say is, you know, start looking a little bit beyond yourself, but we do with our charities. And we have, you know, World Vision Micro, but we also have a couple local charities that we support. A uh, food pantry, uh, uh, sorry, a soup kitchen, as well as a, a, which is called Elijah's Promise. And so the Elijah's Promise Soup Kitchen feeds you know, thousands of people every week. And uh, Urban Impact, which works with at-risk teens in our area and their families. So, you know, we could have said, you know, when we're successful, when we're making a lot of money, then we're going to donate to charity. You know, when, when, we, when we sell 100,000 bottles, then we're going to do it. When we sell a million bottles, then we're going to do it. My, my suggestion or you know, my challenge to people starting out is to find something now, something that you believe in, a charity that you really believe in that kind of aligns with your beliefs, mm-hmm. and start supporting them now. It doesn't have to be a lot. You know, it could be, you know, 10 cents a bottle, you know, 50 cents a bottle, a dollar a bottle. Uh, but do it now because if you wait until you're successful, you're never going to do it because there's always going to be a reason not to do it. That's but great. if you do it now, it just becomes part of who you are. And I'll tell you that it, it kind of, it not just makes you feel good, but it does open so many different doors for you because you, you, you start meeting people who align with your beliefs and not just in the hot sauce world, but outside of the hot sauce world. Mm. Uh, that's where you're going to really be successful. Because if you just sell the chili head, you know, there are only so many of them around, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but if you can appeal to other people and then people that you kind of align, that your beliefs align with, you're going to start just growing a lot faster than uh, than you would if you didn't do that. Some so it's a little bit selfish, but at the core, it's because you're doing something that you believe in. No, that's some that's some really good advice. And I mean, you, you kind of just touched on it, but uh, I, I kind of like to to end my podcasts with just, I mean, I, I have a lot of really great followers and people that are um, – really involved in hot sauce and, and also a lot of great things like you are Bob but I mean do you have any kind of asks or requests from my following well besides go to hot sauce for good.com <laughs> you don't buy a four pack yeah besides uh, that I mean everybody uh, should do that though I, I would say you know support you know support your local guys uh you know, and support them vociferously. You know, social media, email, you know, we want to hear from you. You know, we, we want to know that we're on the right track. If you don't like something, we want to have a chance to correct it. Uh, you know, if you have a bad experience, you know, some, somewhere, uh, you know, we'd rather you, you tell us. Uh, but if there's something good, you know, go online. Put a, you know, post a tweet, send us a picture of you using the product, and it's not, not just mine, but whatever one that you're using, right? Uh, 
we, we want to hear it. We, we want people to know that it's not just us. Right? Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, the more people get to do that, the power of social media is the ability to share. Uh, and, you know, we want to take advantage of that as much as possible. You know, uh, Brian, from, you know, what you do in your, your other life, that small businesses live and die now by social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our customers or, you know, your, your uh, listeners you know, really have a lot of power and we want you to use it. That's great. Well, Bob, uh, I loved this conversation. I think our, our followers get will get a lot out of it. Um, I cannot thank you enough for, for taking some of the time and sharing what uh, you guys are doing and what you guys stand behind. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for you guys as you're growing and just all, all the other kind of hot sauce companies that you talked about and the small businesses really supporting some really good uh, values and charities there. So, Bob, thank you so much for the time. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, and I, uh, like I said, I look forward to, to following you know you and you know, listening to the next couple of podcasts. Uh, I, I got to say, I'm honored that I'm your first American uh, <laughs> yeah. hot sauce podcast. That's true, uh, and uh, but I'm sure I won't be the last. That's that's great. Well, Bob. Thank you. I'll, I'll let you go, um, but I really appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. You have a great uh, great night. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, one last request, if that's all right, if you can hang on for 15 more seconds. Uh, if you like that, please review on iTunes and uh, give us some feedback. We're always looking to get a little bit better, but uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. And stay tuned and make sure you subscribe so you listen to our next podcast. Thank you.